All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing fantastic today. And man, when I hear that music, I'll tell you, I just get pumped up. I get riled up. I'm like, yes, yes. Pink Floyd knew it right back in the 1970s. I don't know so much that they know it right today. Uh, Roger Waters is, um, well, he <laughs> he's a confused adult male. I can tell you that much. But uh, I went to one of his shows last year, and he was he was uh, last oh, two years ago. He was rambling on about Trump and a pig, and and how Trump was uh, the epitome of everything that he's ever talked about. And I disagreed with that. Uh, David Gilmore, very, very apolitical, but uh, still uh, one of the most phenomenal guitar players in uh, human history. And Roger Waters, still one of the most uh, probably prolific songwriters in human history. But uh, yeah, we can disagree with their politics, right? But they wrote some amazing songs, which were incredibly prophetic in talking about today. If you actually go to the Pink Floyd song, Mother, and you you read the lyrics. Let me, let me, I want to show you this because because this is this is interesting. I noticed this uh, uh, last year, and it reminded me of Donald Trump. And now just think about this lyric, right? Mother, should I run for president? Mother, should I trust the government? Mother, will they try to put me in the firing line? Oh, is it just a waste of time? You know, uh, in the, in the first line. Oh, mother, should I build a wall? Mother, should I run for president? Mother, should I trust the government? Mother, will they put me in a firing line? I mean, those four lines right there are are Donald Trump's presidency. Should I build a wall? Okay, I ran for president. Obviously, I can't trust the government. And now they're trying to put me in a firing line. I mean, it, it, it's just interesting how prophetic some of these lyrics are. Now, what do I mean by they're trying to put Donald Trump in a firing line? Well, if you didn't know, the rumor on the street, and this is the main street, this is, this is not Conspiracy Row. This is Main Street. The rumor is that the Democrat surprise, the Democratic surprise this October is the arrest of Donald Trump, the indictment of Donald Trump. Now, this is interesting because if you follow this certain mysterious figure that has uh, been on the Internet since 2017, October 28th, 2017 was the first post. It was also the first day that John Durham started his investigation, special counsel John Durham. Um, th- this, this figure is known as Q, or, or uh, we, we call him number 17. But Q had talked about this, had talked about Donald Trump a lot. But he made a, a series of very, very cryptic posts and cryptic predictions. And one of them was the first arrest will set the course for the future. And they always talked about the first arrest. When people thought it was going to be like Hillary Clinton or John Podesta, Pedo Podesta, right? But he also talked about Red October. Red October. So October surprise, Red October. Then he talked about the red wave. Now this was... It came out during the midterm election, so everybody was thinking 2018 during this time. But if you look at it in a prophetic sense, if you look at it in a message sense, like someone who knew what was going to happen, happened. Red October was about a rogue nuclear sub that is being hunted. Now, think what would happen if Donald Trump was indicted and they go to arrest him and he's in Florida. He's going to disappear. He's going to go rogue. He's not going to get arrested. He's going to he's going to disappear. He's got multiple countries he can go to. And when he does, 
if you want to think for one moment that someone like Donald Trump doesn't have a dead man switch, you're nuts. This is one theory that we've talked about in the sense of uh, a few other people, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, John McAfee, is they all have, uh, in the other one, um, the, the WikiLeaks guy, Jul- uh, Julian Assange. They all have jet- dead man switches, which means that is if they die, then a massive upload of information gets released to the internet. And when this massive upload of information goes, it takes down people with them, and it's incriminating information. Now, we know that Donald Trump has something like this, and the reason we know this is he's still alive. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, he's still alive. He was able to do his four years, and he's still alive. So we know he has one. Jeffrey Epstein, though, and this is where it gets really interesting, is it was rumored that Jeffrey Epstein had left his dead man switch with Ghislaine Maxwell. And he died soon after he made that transfer and switch. John McAfee was rumored to have hid his dead man switch in a server which would have been uploaded to the internet. But the location of the server which held his dead man switch, which is basically a node point to the internet, was only in a singular location, and this was in a location in Florida. And it was an apartment that John had rented through a small shell organization. What's interesting is about three or four hours before John McAfee's death by suicide, right, okay, we believe that one, that building um, blew up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and people, it was an apartment building in Florida, and, and it blew up. Oh, yeah, it absolutely. They said it was uh, sinkholes. Sinkholes caved it in and caused a massive explosion. Yeah, right, okay. But uh, Julian Assange, I mean, he's next. But Donald Trump, I think, has this, this dead man switch. And I think that this potentially is what's meant by Red October, is that they're going to go to arrest Donald Trump. He is going to leave the country. He's going to go rogue. And he's going to start releasing troves of information on the deep state, on the cabal, on these people, on the new world order. Everything from their pedo activities to their inert corruption. It's coming. Oh, it is coming. You know, one of the aspects that I said, I said in November of 2020 after the stolen election there, I said that Donald Trump has a plan to go after these people. But the first thing that he needs to do is he needs to build a decentralized social platform, a platform that does not utilize the mainstream, that cannot be shut down like his Twitter account. And once that reaches a critical threshold, then Donald Trump will begin releasing troves of information on these people, troves from all the data that is going out there. You know, we actually had new revelations on all this uh, this last week with uh, Patrick Byrne, the former CEO of uh, Overstock.com, who was uh, basically talking about what happened in the White House with the meeting with uh, Patrick Byrne, uh, General Michael Flynn, Sidney Powell, when they went and met uh, Donald Trump in the White House and and Mike Lindell, when uh, the attorney, Patrick uh, Ciccoloni, came in and basically started yelling and shouting at them and, and shut everything down. 
But basically, there is a series of FBI memos which allowed the president to basically appoint a special counsel to investigate voter fraud. And uh, the president had agreed to do it, and he was going to um, announce it, and he had appointed Sidney Powell as the special counsel to investigate the voter fraud. And this was in December timeframe. And what ends up happening is Rudy Giuliani talks him out of it. Rudy Giuliani talks him out of it. You know, the, the one that we've always looked at as a deep stater, the, the closest man to Donald Trump, the deep stater Rudy Giuliani, the cross-dresser Rudy Giuliani, talked him out of it. What a shame. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I could probably throw him pretty far. I don't know. He's, uh, he's not a big man. Probably could throw him probably a good few feet. <laughs> Um, what do we got going on? I just heard that the Reawaken America tour, which I have taken part of many times. Clay Clark is a friend of mine. Um, and I, I know almost every single speaker at these events um, has been canceled in Rochester. Now, I, I, I guarantee you, Clay is looking for an alternative location. And if anybody out there knows of a location, is the owner of a location and wishing to hold the Reawaken America tour at this location, please contact me immediately. Um, typically, they look for mega churches. If you have a mega church or something of that nature, those suffice. Um, and uh, what, I, what I'm going to actually, I'm going to reach out to Clay Clark here after the show and uh, find out what's going on, if they have a location, if they need a location. So if you are someone out there who has a location that potentially the Reawaken America tour can be hosted at, please contact me immediately and let me know. Um, I've taken part in the Reawaken America tour multiple times. I'm typically in the media room. We're broadcasting it on our channels. Um, I'm doing the interviews with everybody from Flynn on down. But um, they're, they're great events. You have a fantastic time, great lineup of speakers, great information. I mean, you got people like Cash Patel, Eric Trump, Don Jr., um, General Michael Flynn, uh, you got tons of great people who are speaking at these events. My good friend, John Michael Chambers from American Media Periscope, who I'm a uh, correspondent for. Um, so if uh, if this doesn't get canceled and, and they're not sold out, I, I highly recommend you guys go get some tickets. Um, who knows? Maybe we can find a, a venue or a location that's uh, outside and we can have one big party. And, and potentially, I might be going. I don't know. It's uh, next month. I got a lot of things going on next month. We got... Uh, I got an event in Mesquite, Texas that I'm going to be speaking at called the the Reckoning Fest, the Texas Reckoning Fest. Uh, myself, uh, who do we got there? We got. Uh, I'm going to give you the lineup of speakers right now because if you're in if you're in Texas on August 27th through August 28th, we're at the Mesquite Convention Center. This is just outside of Dallas, and let me see. We're going to have Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. Uh, myself, Mike Lindell, Brandon Straka, conservative, and Pastor Greg Locke, Mel Kay, my good friend Mel Kay. She is awesome. She's a New Yorker, by the way, Mel Kay. If you don't know Mel Kay, just fantastic. Dr. Judy Mikevitz is going to be there. We're going to have live music from Billy Falcon. Um, Dr. Brian Artis, one of my other good friends. Gene Ho, the former photographer for uh, Donald Trump. Keenan Williams. Jeff Brain, the CEO of CloudHub. Chris Eric's also known as Baby Trump, one of my good friends. Dr. Mark Sherwood, another one of my good friends. Man, you, you would have think that uh, you would have thought that I, I'm the one to help put this together. Well, I was. So that's why a lot of my friends are on the speaking list. But listen, 
There's a lot of good events coming up this summer. I highly recommend you get out there and support Patriots, support alternative media, and support these speakers because they have a lot of good information to say. We're going to be right back in just one minute with a, after a message from our sponsor with more of the Dark Delight Show. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S TV slash Patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL station. This world is about to go through massive, dramatic, and radical change. You know it. I know it. They know it. And the motivator for this change is them if you do nothing. It's us if we stand up. I hope everybody can understand that. You know, because I, I do this radio show. I do a podcast, and then I do a uh, another television show on American Media Periscope. And uh, I, I see it. I, I see, I, I talk to hundreds of people. I interview people from all around the world, all different types of people. But I also do my own research. I also do my investigation. I put things together. And historically speaking, humanity has been less left at the whim of those in charge historically when they do nothing. But if humanity steps up and says, no more, I demand, I demand change. 
this is what we want to see. Then we win. But see, this is why they go in there and infiltrate our social and cultural centers because they understand that changing people, people's minds, changing, changing and controlling the way that people think is the mechanism to change the world. This is exactly why we see the birth of the radical left. But I wouldn't worry too much about the radical left because you know what? Most people on the left, and this is nothing to them, are clueless. They're clueless to how the world works. They're clueless to what's happening in the world. They're clueless to uh, the, the orchestration, the conspiracy that is organized in the world to bring about a techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical, controlled new world order. But see, the only thing the world needs is for people to do something, for people to stand up. And don't we have an example of that today? You know, if you wanted to shut down the New York State controversy on guns with just one, just one example. You have Governor Hockle over there um, bringing about massive gun legislation. Oh my God, the people can't carry firearms, they're so dangerous. Yeah, really, how many legal firearms create crimes every year? Less than 1% of 1%, okay? And, and you got her passing these draconian laws. Oh, well, it's because of the Buffalo shooting. Oh, really? At least three people dead after shooting at in an Indianapolis area mall. Only three people. A man walks into an Indianapolis area mall with a rifle and starts shooting people. Fortunately, a 22-year-old concealed carry-arm um, holder opens fire on the gunman and kills him. Yes, this is very, very true. A person who was lawfully armed identified as a 22-year-old man from Bartholomew County shot and killed the gunman. The real hero of the day is a citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as it began. So someone legally carrying a firearm trained properly, understanding how to use that firearm, how to shoot straight, shot what could have been a massive public shooting. This gunman was heavily armed, had a rifle, and he was just shooting people. <clears throat> we could have had 20, 30 people dead. But instead, that was minimized. Because someone who was lawfully carrying a firearm, who knew how to use it, neutralized the enemy. Governor Hockle, I highly recommend you take a look at that situation because unless you're living under a rock, unless you have some type of other radicalized liberal agenda, this is the reason why you need more concealed carry arm fires, uh, permits in New York State. This is why you should have open carry in New York State. This is why Legal guns should be readily available, easily accessible, and people should be highly trained on.
You know, you know, one of the reasons why people aren't heavily trained on firearms is because they're not easy to get in some states because the gun restrictions in those states make it almost impossible to get them. There will probably be more mass shootings. I'm not going to lie about that. But I guarantee you that person's going to pick a gun-free zone next time. What do we got here? An easy explanation of what is about to happen with the Federal Reserve rate hike potentially coming July 27th. So July 27th has been the set date for when the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates. Now we had a CPI at 9.1%, a 1.3% increase since the uh, the last month. Um, that's not good, by the way. Those numbers going up is a very, very bad thing. This is consumer price index. So this is basically what you're paying. And, and this isn't even real inflation. We'll talk about this more Wednesday with Dr. Kirk Elliott. But basically is that price increase you always want to multiply by like like six <laughs> match your real inflation number but they don't account for energy and and meat within that calculation and since 1994 when they changed the formula they no longer calculate energy or meat in that and i don't know if you've checked out your energy bill lately but um it is astronomical as well as your your food bill so the idea is that the Federal Reserve must match interest rates at the inflation rate, which they're saying that our current inflation rate is about eh, about 10%. Um, so that means that we need rates of about 10%. Now they have a series of rates rate hikes, and so they call them basis points. And so it's 50 basis points, 75 basis points, 100 basis points. Now the way to look at that is 100 basis points is 1%. Really, really easy. So 50 basis points is a half a percent. 75 basis points is 0.75%. So if you have 9.1% inflation and you're going to increase the interest rates 0.5% or 0.5% or 50 basis points, you're doing absolutely nothing. You're burning out the brakes of the runaway truck. That's all you're doing. Is So in these interest rates put a little bit of resistance on the forward momentum, but they don't stop it. And so as Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD economist, has talked about, is you need to match those interest rates with the rising inflation to curve the inflation. That's the only way to do it. But the problem with them doing that, the Federal Reserve doing that, is it brings the global economy, or at least the United States economy, to a direct halt. People stop spending, people, banks stop lending, people start saving. That's the idea, is... If the interest rates go up, you don't want to lend anymore. You don't want to borrow anymore. You want to save. You want to put that money in because you're going to earn a good interest rate to loan your money to the bank. Right? That's the way the, the, the capitalistic system we have was set up. But they're not going to do that. But either way, the object, the perspective is, is that the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is going to raise potentially point, uh, 0.75% on that interest rate. So that's 75 basis points. But there's um, there's concern that he's going to raise it 100 basis points. Now, this is exactly what Canada just did. So if Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell raises the interest rates to 100 basis points, 
at the end of July, you're probably going to see um, an economic reaction. And it's not going to be good. It's going to be the beginning of the decline of what we've been talking about here. Um, anyways, we're going to take a quick break. Well, this isn't a quick one. We're going to take the, the break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more of the Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about raising interest rates and inflation and the crashing economy and the global and the coming global economic collapse. And yeah, you know what? There is a coming global economic collapse. You know, either way we want to look at it, you know what, even if it doesn't happen, which I think that's very low probability, is that people are in such financial turmoil right now that um, they're, they're going through it. I mean, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. They're going through it. Now, on that note, if you are a small business owner, a business owner, medium, large business owner, or anybody out there who are looking to reach a very, very awesome audience, please contact us. You know, we'd love for you to, to put some ad spots onto this show. Oh, I'm telling you, this show is awesome. And we absolutely rock it. So if you are a small business and looking to support the show and looking to get your name out there, whether nationally or geographically located within that Rochester, Western New York region, contact us and let us know. Uh, the best way to reach us is to give us an email. And that's redpillprojectonline at gmail.com. redpillprojectonline at gmail.com. Or you can just go to redpills.tv. If you actually go to redpills.tv, you go to the hosts, and then you go to myself, you'll see me there. You can email me directly there, or just contact WYSL. Uh, the guys over there will definitely help you out and get you over to me, and we can definitely talk about that. Because you know what? This show is doing awesome. We had a great meet and greet when I was out in Rochester. I had a lot of people show up and met, met, met a lot of you guys. You guys were some pretty cool people and some drinkers some drinkers man some of you guys put me under the table dave you know who you are <laughs> social credit score is tied to the central bank digital currency that's right <clears throat> if you don't know where they're headed with this is so there's been this talk of the social credit score there's a series on netflix called black mirror and there's one specifically that I'm thinking about that discusses social credit scores. And it starts out with this, this young lady who is on social media and she's always like thanking people and smiling at them and giving them props. And what happens is, is your peers, friends around you, rate you on a social scale. And so when you smile to someone, they can, oh, I'm giving you a plus one. I'm giving you a heart. I'm giving you a like. And it increases or decreases their social rating. And their social rating is um, the, the mechanism which keeps them employed, the mechanism which shows them how much money they can earn. And someone just didn't like her and started downgrading her. And it started decreasing her. She ended up losing her job and realizing how corrupt and, and absolutely horrible the system was. This is what we're in for. If you're wondering what social credit scores are, think about it like this. You have your credit score right now to where if you wanted to go buy a house, you have to take out a mortgage, you have to have over a 650 
credit score in order to go get financing from the bank. And it tells the bank how reliable you are to pay back that loan. A social credit score takes into account charity, your job, your skill set, your education level, your social media, what you post on your social media, how often you post on your social media, what social media platforms you're on, your political affiliation, your political donations, anything that is in the public domain, articles you write, all gets added in there. And depending upon the system requirements or the system um, moderator, what they're deciding is a plus or a minus is what you get rated at. Now, now this came about through the World Economic Forum in the mid uh, 2000, uh, 2011 to about 2019 in the sense of something known as ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governments. And so Klaus Schwab, the author of a book known as The Fourth Industrial Revolution, the chairman of the World Economic Forum, the protege of a former Nazi, that's right, former Nazi SS, uh, SS officer who became a billionaire, um, is, uh, that's who he's the protege of, wrote a book called The Fourth Industrial Revolution, basically about how there's gonna be a massive decline in human labor and that we need to do something with the people. There's too many people on this planet. There's not enough food. Um, and, and that we're about to have technology take over and control our lives, which allows us to set up this draconian totalitarian control system to monitor people, and it's such a beautiful thing, as well as how we can utilize things like CRISPR technology that genetically modify human beings to be more adaptability, more adaptive to the changing planet climate that we have to reduce our carbon, all this good stuff. And so one of the things that came out of there is something known as public-private partnerships, PPP. Now, a public-private partnership is basically a partnership between a corporation and government in where the corporation and the government work together to mitigate social issues. Not only social issues, but basically they, they ramp the production of a business towards that of the social consensus, the social norm, or the social need, the social drive, whatever it might be. Now, does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> when a government sits on the board of directors of a business and dictates what that business can and can't do and can and can't produce, that's called uh, communism. <laughs> yes, that is called communism, when the government takes over the production of goods and services for the public, that's communism. And so public-private partnerships set the entryway into communism. And here's the thing, is it first began with the financial institutions, the massive institutional firms, hedge funds, institutional firms, of where they started integrating ESG standardization amongst their companies that they were investing in, the primary ones. So if you think how BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard own every single business traded on the, the uh, New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, the Russell, which they do, then you can understand how this basically drips down below. Because if you have the institutions, primarily BlackRock, State Street and Vanguard, 
implementing ESG standardization into their institutions, into their businesses they operate. And they own basically every single business that is publicly traded on the open market. That means that every major production, manufacturing, and distribution center in the world is adopting ESG standardization. If you don't believe me, go to your company that you work out at. Go to your HR department and ask them, hey, do we have an ESG policy? Do we have an ESG department? And how about this? If you have something known as DEI, a DEI compliance officer, a DEI policy, then you have ESG. I'm just going to tell you that right now because environmental, social, governance, if you follow that, each one of those breaks down into subcategories. Environmental goes to carbon uh, carbon uh, sequestration, aggregation, goes to um, you know carbon credits, carbon taxes, all that formulation. The social aspect goes into something known as diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI. There it is. Right under the social aspect is you have DEI. And so if you, are, if you are working at a company right now that has a DEI officer, DEI compliance, you are already infiltrated by ESG. That is directly coming from a World Economic Forum. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, I, I, check it out yourself. You guys don't believe me. Glenn Beck actually wrote a great book on this, The Great Reset, full of tons of information on this. You can also just go read Klaus Schwab's Fourth, uh, fourth Industrial Revolution, which gives a lot of information about it. But basically, how all this works is <clears throat> each bank issues each company an ESG score depending upon how those companies, those businesses, whether they're small mom and pop businesses or large conglomerates, depending on how those businesses operate and work to conform towards current ESG standards, environmental which means their carbon footprint, how much pollution they're giving out, what they're doing to give back, their social diversity, equity, inclusion, how many people that they're hiring that are not white, how many people they're hiring that are, uh, you know, uh, how many how many senior level positions they're hiring with people that are, <laughs> this is what we're seeing. We're seeing them hire people that are very, very unqualified for those positions, but they're simply filling quotas. And so what happens now, instead of going out there and filling um, skill sets that are needed, they're filling quotas based upon race and gender. And you and I both know that that's not the way to do things. Um, so then you have the, the diversity, equity, inclusion parameters that they have to follow. And then you have the governance. And this is basically how well you can form to the government's intervention into your business. And this is basically where the government says, hey, we need more, you know, we need more widgets produced this month. And the company that steps up and produces the most widgets and hits the government's quota will get the higher score, as well as if those are of high quality and they're distributed and they're sold to the government at a very, very cheap price, right? And so this is the birth of the corporate, the, the privatized social credit score. Well, they're taking that same idea and principle, and now they're going to bring it down to your level. And this is where it gets incredibly interesting because 
Now, people are going to have a social credit score, which is going to be based upon their financial um, integrity. It's going to be based upon their social integration, social collaboration, what they're doing, what they're posting on social media articles or writing. Things like I'm doing right now will give me a negative social credit score, right? Talking out against the system, talking about the, the government, all these things. And then your carbon footprint. If you didn't know in the infrastructure bill last year that Joe Biden signed into law, within three years, there is going to begin a tax on each mile that you drive per year. Not only that, is they're trying to tax each human being in this country a certain amount of money each year for the carbon dioxide that you release into the atmosphere. Oh, I'm not lying about that. This is this is real stuff. This is exactly what they're trying to do. And so the environmental aspect is your carbon footprint. Now, how is this going to work in the real world when this comes about? We're going to talk about that here in just a minute when we come back with more of the Dark Light Show. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show, and we're talking about the new world order. We're talking about the World Economic Forum. We're talking about ESG, environmental social governance. We're talking about DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. We're talking about what's coming, social credit scores. And so where I left off was how this drips down to you. And this is what is happening. And and I'm going to tie this all together for you. I think I got about 10 minutes left, a little less than 10 minutes. So 
we have these social credit scores. So they monitor what you're doing in public. They, they, they're monitoring your pollution, your, your recycling bins, your trash, what you're throwing out. They're monitoring your trash. Soon there's going to be RFID chips added into everything that you consume and purchase. And in your house, you're gonna to have to set up these little transponders, which are gonna monitor everything that you're throwing out, everything that you're exhausting out of your house or taking with you to the point where that is going to be rated within your social credit score. I'm not lying here. This is the world that they're building. And so this is where it gets interesting. So your social credit score, you're gonna go in for a job interview one day. And instead of sitting down and being asked about your experience, your skill set your necessity to that company, they're gonna pull up your social credit score. They're gonna analyze your social credit score and see if it's a good fit for their company is if it fills their ESG quota. Let's say you've worked for a company for 19 years, you're one year away from retirement, and all of a sudden you get a social credit score and it comes back and your social credit score is not that good. That company is going to fire you because it brings down their ESG score. Do you see how this works? Ooh, he's a conservative and he likes to be very, very outspoken about politics. Um, social media, he has a lot of posts out there about Donald Trump. We don't like Donald Trump. That's a negative in his social credit score. And um, yeah, we just can't have you working here. You're a bad image to the company because you're politically motivated. Oh, you're goodbye. But what if I talked about BLM and Antifa? Oh, then you're, those are all pluses in our book. You're good to go. Imagine walking into the grocery store and you're filling your cart up. And by the way, grocery stores are gonna go completely automated. If you think that Walmart is making, just testing out this transition of the, uh, the ca no cashiers, the, the, ca the, not the cashless system, the self-checkout, you're crazy. This is what's going on here. Soon enough, what's going to happen is you're going to have to walk through some sensors. And when you walk through a sensors, you're going to have something called a digital ID. Okay. Inside this digital ID is going to be the linkage of all your bank accounts, of all your social media accounts. It's going to hold your social credit score. And this comes after the introduction of what's known as a CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency, which is coming out in January of 2023. If you guys, you wanna know how spot on we are, just wait, November 22nd, 2022, we're gonna do an introduction to ISO 2022 standardization. It's gonna be accepted by the United States of America. The dollar is gonna collapse soon after that. They're gonna ask for a transitional change into a CBDC, a US digital dollar, which is blockchain based, which will be issued by the 13, or sorry, the 12 Federal Reserve Banks, which you'll have to register with the Federal Reserve Bank. You will have to go and register all of your bank accounts, all of your crypto wallets, and they'll make it a felony if you don't. You'll have a certain amount of time to transition over, of which all your US dollar fiat currencies will be transferred into a digital currency. When this happens, you're gonna start walking in the grocery stores and they're gonna monitor your digital wallet. They're gonna say, hey, Josh is here. And Josh is gonna go fill up his cart with tons of food. And then Josh is gonna go to check out and it's just gonna be walking out the door. And once I walk out the door, 
that sensor is going to scan all of the items in my cart and immediately deduct it from my account. But here's the key. Let's say I go and I buy all meat because I'm a man. That's right, meat. And I go to check out. And like this is the fourth time this week I bought meat. I'm going to go to check out and the door is going to beep, lock on me. You are over your meat limit for the week. Please wait for security. And security is going to come up and they're going to take all the meat out of my cart. And they're going to go, sir, you can't buy this. You've already went over your meat limit for the week. I'll be like, meat limit? What are you talking about? Well, sir, part of the environmental aspect of ESG is mitigating your carbon footprint. And by eating too much meat, that means that more cows have to be slaughtered. That means that more, you know, carbon footprint has to be created by the meat that you eat. So you're limited each week to a certain amount of meat. Why don't you go try our crickets? or our Soylent Green. Why don't you go try one of our meat alternatives? And you're gonna say, you know what? F you, this is BS, I'm not, no, no, I want my meat. They're gonna say, sir, you need to leave. You're suspended from this store for one week. And they're gonna turn off your digital wallet. Which means that if you enter the store, you can enter all you want, but you cannot purchase anything. And you're going to leave and you're going to get in your, your, uh, your Uber, your driverless Uber, and it's going to take you home to your apartment because you're not going to own anything. You're not going to own a house in the future. Remember, you're going to own nothing and like it. This is why BlackRock and Morgan Stanley, they're buying up all the single-family houses because they're going to turn them into multifamily complexes. And you're going to go to open your door with your digital wallet. It's going to go, eh, access denied. You're like, well, what's going on here? Eh access denied you're gonna call up your landlord and go look oh well it looks like you had a little incursion at the grocery store which reduced your social credit score below the numbers acceptable for tenants at this building I'm sorry you have to go to a lesser facility to now live so you're gonna go oh my goodness so you're gonna go ah you know what I need to go to the bank get some money out I'll just go get a hotel for the night right need to go to the bank, maybe get a loan for a new security deposit. You're going to go to the bank, and you're going to walk into the door, and the door is going to close right in front of you and say, eh, your access to your bank and your money has been suspended because of your lowered social credit score. Do you see where this is going? This is complete totalitarianism. They already have this in China. Do you, you want to know how bad it is in China? They have an artificial intelligence legal system. If you get arrested in China or if you have to go to court for any reason, you're going to go up in front of a judge and an artificial intelligence. The artificial intelligence is going to monitor and look at both sets of cases. It's going to analyze those cases be, be uh, uh, against legal precedents, and it's going to make a decision in the case. It's going to send that decision to the judge, which the judge has the ability to overrule the decision, but the judge has to talk to the AI and give the AI reasoning of which the AI has to approve the judge's decision. We are moving into a dystopian future, my friends. The machine is here. And if we sit and do nothing, if good men and women do nothing, we will surely lose this world. But I have faith in humanity. I have faith in you. 
Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Don't forget to visit me at redpills.tv. Have a great night.